We were aided by an unearthly fog that rolled in as if heaven sent, although God had no part in our actions tonight. Blake's gold will be recovered tomorrow, but may the Lord forgive us for what we have done. Hello. We're recording now. We're recording now. (laughs) (laughs) So hello and welcome to Cinematic Radio. I still think we should change it to Popcorn Theater. I like popcorn theater. Really? Yeah, I don't know. We'll figure it out. Yeah, okay. I mean, cinematic radio sounds way too masculine. Maybe we should change it to popcorn theater. <laughs> <laughs> Ouch. Right. Well, we could vote on it. <laughs> All we got to do is figure out how to do call in so people can like, actually email in and call in and yeah. do the whole name thing. But this uh, this week, um, oh, wait. Yeah, I'm, I'm Chris Hadfield. I am. He sounds so excited. Let's see if he does it. <laughs> oh, I'm scared. Nope, that's not it. That's it. That's not it. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> that was perfect. Perfect. That was it. <laughs> okay, I'm Chris Hadfield. Loud again. Right. And Oh, yeah, Johnny Apples. <laughs> scared to press the button. There we go. <laughs> oh, I finally got the wizardly sound as opposed to the crickets. But now we can do the magical crickets. Oh, got the double. Now that just doesn't shut off. Okay, we'll just we'll walk away crickets. from the crickets. Slowly. <laughs> back away. Back away slow. Right. The fog. The fog. Yes, we are doing the fog from 19... Well... On the DVD cover, it says 1979, but IMDb, it says 1980. So I guess we'll go with 1980. I guess. I mean, it says initial release February 1st, 1980. USA. I wonder when it, maybe it released earlier somewhere else in the world. Oh, well, that could be. That's Carpenter might have been earlier in Canada. It could be. Good. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it says on a DVD cover. Yeah. But then, you know. Who knows where that was But the DVD cover isn't the fucking internet, so you can't believe it. It's it's written black and white right (laughs) there. It's got to be right. There we go. Okay, Okay. right. Fog. So, the fog. What did you think? Uh, Like overall? Overall. We'll do a quick overall. We won't rate it until the end, but we'll do a quick overall. Well, okay. So, what what I'll say is, um, you know, now we're, is this number 10 or is this number 11? This is number 11. Okay. So, and now we're really starting to get into watching more movies that we would have seen in our youth or even before our youth sort of, you know, um, and we discussed this off, uh, camera or mic or whatever it is. Um, completely different experience watching them now. Right. Yeah. You know, uh, like through adult eyes as opposed to, yeah. Like now there, now it's not just scary. There's a story. Yeah, and it's less scary, but it, you know, like there's. I mean, when we're younger, watching it is all about the gore, the like. For example, Aliens. We started watching that at one point, and when I was a kid, I didn't like it because it was slow. I wanted like I wanted the aliens. I wanted to see it all the time. I wanted. Yeah, if there could be more tales going through hearts, that'd be great. Yeah, and like Steve Irwin, eat your heart out. And Aliens Two came out in the eighties, and it was like, oh yeah, lots yeah. of uh, guns, and then watching it now, you're like, wow. You know, the original Alien was so much better. It had a story. 
The second one, all I saw was like 80s hair, 80s clothes. <laughs> it just didn't have the same vibe as when I was a kid. Yeah, there was so much more uh, suspense. Like you, you actually, you became more emotionally um, invested in it because they did so much more to build that. And that's um, what it was like with this fog. That's yeah. That's where I was going. Like yeah. it, it, you know, as a kid, I remember it being a scary movie, but I didn't remember much else about the movie. So yeah, I would say that looking at it now, I really enjoyed it. And back when we were watching this, I mean, video was just pretty much coming out. But when you were young, you had to watch it on TV. Like it came after it went to the theater about a year. You know, it came on to. Yeah, and did, this come out, did this come out uh, restricted or not? Um, I'm pretty sure it was. Um, not exactly sure what it said. But, I don't know uh, why it would have been. like There there wasn't a whole lot in it that was... Uh, well, I mean, yeah, but, well, that's it. Because most of it was suggested, right? Yeah. But back then, too, like restricted movies were a lot different than they are now. That's true. Because, I mean, you had swearing in it and it was pretty much... <laughs> Like uh, Red Dawn. Red Dawn was, uh, I think that was either restricted or adult accompaniment. That was, um, I don't know. But anyways, uh, because it came out with another version in 2005. Of which, The Fog. Yeah, which yeah. I find the remakes now dumb everything down for people. Like the story, you know, basic same premise, but I mean, some woman gets sucked in through a garbage disposal by a hand like come on. <laughs> sorry that's just but on this i mean that's too far i'm all for the ghosts but into a garbage disposal in a sink though it was in the right sink. yeah no the fog I, came I, I up out that. of the sink but what i found really great with this is it was supposed to be 100 years after um the historic event, event. The historic event happened where yeah. i guess a ship was coming in and they wanted to hold on are we going to I, we won't I don't even know whole. why we say this, but uh, every, yeah, every single, inter- if you haven't listened to any of these before, um, whether we say it or not, we spoil it all. Oh, yeah, right, right to the core. And also, these are our opinions, <laughs> not necessarily the opinions of other people. Um, and, and those people that don't share our opinions. Anyway. But they're not here, so. Fuck them. <laughs> so... Basically, it's the historic event was the townspeople who were the beginning founders of this town, Antonio Bay. A uh, ship was coming in, and they wanted a piece of land. the The captain wanted to have his crew and you know the people that were with them, children, women, aboard. But he had a leprosy, so they ended up not putting up the the lights for the lighthouse, and then the ship crashed. Right, and they all died. So this is the 100th year anniversary of this event. Well, of the forming of Antonio Bay. Right. So um, they're going to... Leprosy. Well, not them, but the other people that died. Not a lot of leprosy nowadays, locally. Yeah, that we know of. Now it's COVID. Right. So... uh, (laughs) I was just thinking the same (laughs) thing. I'm like, people were less scared of leprosy... (laughs) Then they are presently scared of COVID. <laughs> okay, yeah, right. Go on. But they didn't have media back then. Right, yeah. But a whole different topic. <laughs> Completely. Right, the fog. But what was interesting is um, 
Adriana, uh, what's her name there? Bar- I, can't, I don't know why I'm horrible with names. So Adrian Bordeaux played uh, Stevie Wayne. She owned a, the, the Lighthouse, which was actually a, a recording a radio station. And she had that she had the great voice for it, though. It, and well, and she really turned it on. Like she really tried to sexualize her uh, voice radio persona, um, which was clear once you actually hear her talking. And she seems like a normal everyday person, but when she was on the radio, she sounded like someone you should pay to answer your phone call. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true. And then she'd um, keep in touch with the the weather guy. Um, which I did I even says I'm totally horrible with this. Oh yeah, that was uh Charles Cyphers. Uh Dan O'Bannon. He was the um the guy that would be the kept track of, you know, the, the weather fogs coming in. Yeah. yeah. So he said, you know, the fog's coming in, there's a ship out there, let them know. And yeah, and the odd thing being that like the, the wind was was a westward wind, but the fog ended up traveling east or vice versa, something like that. Yeah. You know, what kind of, uh, what kind of fog goes against the wind? Uh, and then of course they're looking outside. They're saying, what's she talking about? There's no fog. And then they talk about her and he goes, Oh yeah, you'd want to meet her. She's a mother. (laughs) Right. But you're happily married. I wouldn't say happy. (laughs) Like it had some great little banter in it. Yes. Yeah. And, and it was great because when you, you see the fog, it's the first time you see this kind of ship just show up out of the fog. And then all of a sudden, there's these um, silhouette figures that are standing there, and they all got kind of like hooks and yeah, they have a. Of... It's actually an interesting um, group of weaponry. Like they have sickles. Uh, the hooks are for baling hay, right? For yeah. you know. Um, but then else? again, it was kind Some of knives. Uh, yeah, but then it was kind of a. Uh, I think a colony ship. Right. That was coming over, so I mean, it probably would have a lot of. I guess, yeah. I mean, if if they were, yeah, you need to have uh, farming and everything yeah. else, right? Yeah, but yeah, it, you know, not the kind of weapon. I like you the movie, see, so I can. <laughs> so yeah. I'm justifying everything. Oh, I'm all for it. But um, yeah, I found that it was uh, in a silhouettes in the fog. I mean, it, it looked great. You can tell the special effects, obviously, in 1980s. So. You know, it's the effects that they did have were not great, but when they showed the fog coming over the hill, they had a glow to it, and they even mentioned there was a glow to the fog. Yeah, yeah, they didn't they didn't uh, exactly have a whole lot of CGI, but I'll be honest, I thought that it was very reminiscent. I think I said it was really reminiscent of the stuff from um, Lord of the Rings. Yes, right. Yes. Where the very luminescent fog, and you, you could see it was more fog-like because obviously they didn't do any sort of uh, digital editing to make faces in the fog. It was literal people in the fog. Yeah, which right, made like it silhouettes like of people machine. between colored light, non-colored light. Like they, you know, it was it was really well done, and they made it really creepy with that aspect because you couldn't really see details on them, and then. For example, there's this one scene where like the grandmother tells the kid to go into his room, which is um, the radio station host's son, and the grandmother goes and to the door. And also very good advice. Yes, yes. So the grandmother goes to the door, it's open, and then all of a sudden a hand comes out and grabs her, pulls her into the fog, and then like you see two more silhouette figures go in with knives, and like three of them are finishing her off. Like, 
Yeah, and there were there wasn't any specific in the whole movie. There was no visible gore that I remember. Yeah, um, it was just the inference of being pulled apart by this uh, group of people that live in the fog. Yeah, and it sounded blood curdling, like the way that it happened. And and it had and it has a really supernatural feel to it too, because at the beginning it always happens in a witching hour, which seems to be more four or five hours. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's only supposed to happen for one hour, but it seems to drag out. Yeah, but it starts kind of a a day or two ahead of um, this event that's taking place, and there's this one one part that's really cool. Is as um, so Jamie Jamie Lee Curtis is in it. And, um, this, uh, this gentleman picks her up and they're driving and another, again, great banter. Uh, you know, she wasn't supposed to hitchhike before, but it comes out that she has and they end up sleeping together. Oh yes, she has. <laughs> but they end up having the, uh, all of a sudden the glass breaks in the truck. Yeah. Yeah. And then all of a sudden the car alarms are going off and then weird things are happening in the town. Almost like it's like ghosts are doing it, but you don't actually see them. And then it's like the main killer ghosts are in the fog. But that doesn't slow them down from having sex. No, no, that's, yeah, there, that's, it's, you know, it's a staple for any kind of horror movie. It's yeah. gotta be there. Yeah, it's good. I'm glad they did that. But a, a nice touch was when it very, very starts off, you just see the close up of a watch and then, um, pocket John Houseman. Yeah. Pocket watch. And John Houseman, uh, which is Mr. Mocking, he's telling these kids around a campfire about the story, which one of them is the the radio show's son, and they're just talk, He's talking about Antonio Bay and how things happened here back in the day, the whole ghost story about them or the legend, and then all of a sudden now it's taking place, and so it was. Uh, it was. I. It was just done so well. As I, I get creeped out every time. It's an actual good Halloween show the watch yeah got that. yeah i could see i mean if, if you if you had some kids around they could get pretty spooked out i would hope yeah and like uh like john mentioned there's there's no gore really it's, it's just spooky yeah it's not gratuitous gore like yeah it's I implied mean, people are but clearly it's not really die so the people that got killed in a boat like his eyes were missing they showed that in the, the dead body and he was supposed to have been drowned for four months which yeah no it, it just happened yesterday yeah so they're saying it's four months, but if you look at the body, it's not bloated or anything. But then all of a sudden it gets up and starts going after the girl and then just drops. So it, it's got some really cool supernatural elements to it. Yeah, I uh, I concur. I know we didn't go with the budget, but they had a pretty small budget. And, and it so did well at the box office, which so is... It'd probably be, what, good. almost... It's a million in the 80s, so it's probably a million and a half, 280, 2 million now. Well, I think it's more than that. Is it? I thought... Uh, Hold on, I think there's an online converter. But for for doing, uh, for a million dollars, it raked in in the box office 21 million, point three for domestic, with a 1 million budget. So, I mean, 20 million, that's, that's a good, uh, that's a good investment. And, oh, there then there's uh, the priest, he's a... Um, kind of a drunk priest and he finds this book kind of breaks open out of a chimney and it's uh or out of the wall uh the it's kind of like old rock and it breaks apart and 
It's got the uh, journal of the forefathers of the town and how they, what they did and how it happened. And um, so, uh, so it ends up the people stole the gold from them. From well, the I thought ghost. just that guy. It's that guy's great grandfather well, yeah, or, something. or something like that that stole the gold and then they melted, melted it, it down, down into, and a cross it into a cross in the church and then you know, and then hid the cross yes that yeah that was hidden inside the wall with <laughs> so uh so it all ends up coming back at the end and so it was um it was really uh it was really awesome oh yeah okay so yeah it's about yeah, one million from nineteen eighty would be worth about three point one million now. Oh wow! So that's a but that's a good the, comeback. The box office of twenty one point three million. Let's see what that would be worth. Dun, 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 dun. Oh, this is exciting! What's what's it going to be? <laughs> what's it going to be? Well, it'd be sixty some odd million, right? Three, yeah. Essentially, three times, yeah. I, I, I'm not good with math, and I kind of figured that out. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, um, okay, we're going to take a short break, and then we will be right back. John Carpenter's The Fog. This is KAB Antonio Bay. Stevie Wayne here, and let me be the first to wish Antonio Bay a happy birthday. We're 100 years old today. And keep a watch out for that fog bank heading in from the east. One hundred years ago, between midnight and one, something unknown came out of the fog. Now it has returned. Oh, Jesus. One hundred years ago, between midnight and one, something unnatural came out of the fog. Now it has returned. ago between midnight and one something evil came out of the fog now it has returned Who's there? the fog antonio bay has a curse on it we're all cursed there's no water getting here but something off a cold pin i think i'll go to vancouver now Where's the fog now? Well, it should be right outside my door now. Oh, there's something different about this fog. Dan, stay away from the door! Someone listen to me! Get inside and lock your doors. Close your windows. There's something in the fog. from the fog. <laughs> from the creator of Halloween, the ultimate experience in terror and suspense. John Carpenter's The Fog, starring Adrian Barbeau, Jamie Lee Curtis, John Houseman, Janet Lee as Kathy Williams, and Hal Holbrook as Father Malone. The 
fog. What you can't see won't hurt you. It will kill you. Between midnight and one, it will find you. Okay, we're back. <laughs> <laughs> I love that part. I mean, you guys don't get to actually experience this because you suck. But um, we actually just shut off the record and then turn it back on again. Yeah, it's not like we go to the washroom or actually have a break. Maybe one time we should, but you know. Oh, there it is. Sixty sixty-seven million. Oh That's wow, twenty-one point okay. three million. So, so my for, math was off. Um, good for them. So at the end, you think it's all over, but we don't want to tell you. But we'll tell you. So, <laughs> <laughs> so they, so the ghost comes back, <sighs> and uh, you think everything's going to be fine, and then he just like. Well, you think you think that he he has done his penance that the the, the now, uh, what was he? Was he a minister or a cleric of some like sort? Like a father. I I don't I, I don't know if it was an actual. I don't know Catholic the denomination. Church. Yeah, there it anyway. wasn't really one. I just know he drank the ceremonial wine. Right. A lot. Uh huh. Because uh, he had a helper, and a helper wanted to get paid, and he goes, uh, he just kind of bypassed it. <laughs> yeah, he just pretended like that never happened. Yeah, come come back tomorrow at uh four. I'll make it six. And <laughs> I'll be drunker then. <laughs> um, so then the, um, yeah, so when the, the ghosts, it, they kind of like take the gold, it kind of, and they all disappear. And Yeah, and you think, oh, well, that was kind of nice. I mean, it wasn't his fault that his great-grandfather ripped them off. And then later on, you realize they don't give a shit. They just wanted to take their gold. Yep. And then, and then he's like, you know, take me, take me, or whatever. And they didn't. And then, and then they did. Yeah, then he came back. And the eyes are glowing, like when they came from Red, the gold. Right? No, blue was it was like this ice blue, but it's bright. Like when they came back, they did. Yeah. Earlier, he was red though. The main guy's eyes were red. You're right. Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, I just remember at the very end, it was blue. So scientifically, what we've proven is that gold changes your eye color in the dark. Yes. And your swing, because he came in with a nice swing. Yeah, and fuck, it, fucked and, him up good. And which was great. It just then it cuts before it hits the head, and then bang, it's over. Dunk. Like it was just. I feel like we like only have one million dollars or one point one million dollar budget. We're already there, and we can't show the head, so uh, we're just gonna stop here. Yeah, okay. <laughs> cut, cut, print. <laughs> okay, it's gonna cost you know uh, probably um, ten ten thousand for this dead body to make it. Nope. We're just yeah, we're done. Yeah, we're gonna cut it. Uh, we're gonna show what they're gonna do, and then uh, we'll move it on. People will review this in the future and think it was fucking genius, like we are. But right? really, everything's budget. <laughs> but I gotta say, it does have a, a really cool vibe to it. Um, I mean, like every movie, there's always you know a little plot hole there, a little thing here. But um, horror movies with plot holes. It really doesn't happen. But. Yeah, don't look too deep. But again, this is another John Carpenter one, so yep. so zero plot holes. Yep. And then I think after this was uh, we already did. Uh, um, <laughs> they live. Wow. And then uh, we still have the thing. So. Um, oh yeah, we still have the thing to do, which is an awesome one too. That's the actual movie's name. The thing. We aren't just forgetting the name. Yes, you know that I'm thing. Doing that. And it's not, you know, it's not the other the thing. <laughs> and the, you know, it also in the video st- store behind it's the not curtain stuff. So which is a different movie. It's, <laughs> it's kind of like the stuff between the Oreo, right? 
So yeah. anyways, this is the fog and um Oh yeah, so what, uh how do you rate it? I'd probably rate it uh if we're doing out of five. I'm gonna huh. do I'm gonna do five song chips because it's awesome. Okay, so you're giving you know, so it like a, as in chips and fog. You're you know, giving it a full five oh, out I'll of five. Full five yeah. All right. Um I'm I'm not as invested as I am. That's okay. No, 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 no. It's not even an invested thing. But I don't. See, I have a hard time giving something a perfect number if I don't feel like it was perfect. So um, I'll give this a... Hmm. Hmm. What will it be? Uh, an 11 out of 14. 11 out of 14? One out of five? <laughs> I don't want to do the decimals. For me, I you know, for me again, we're going back to my my rating of it is a, I think it's probably I have a hard time taking away when I first originally saw it. So I don't I guess I kind of look at it with a bias because the time in my life I saw it was a happy time. <laughs> you know, being a kid, I saw it on TV, I'm like, "Wow, this is scary. This is and I just, ever since the first time I saw it, I just loved the movie. It was just, oh, I, I don't know how many times I've watched it. No reason not to love it. Mm. I just didn't I give it a five. I feel like I'm, five. Yeah. I'm, sounds like more you're berating my 3.9. Wow, 3.9. Okay. Well, you know, hey, <laughs> put in those numbers. <laughs> At least 11 out of 14 sounded better. Well, that's what I was saying. I, it's still better than... Uh, it's well. Rotten Tomatoes gave it a seventy-four percent. I don't. I don't trust Rotten Tomatoes. I trust me. Me. This is my world. This is me. Yeah, I don't trust them either. They say some horrible things about things that I really enjoy. But uh, all right. So yeah. Uh, ultimately, we both advise you to watch it when given the opportunity. Yes. Yes. Watch it. It's good. Yes. Yeah. Um, let's see which one will I do. Yeah, that was a good one. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for coming out. Okay. I guess that wraps up this edition of uh, Cinematic Radio. Oh. 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 <laughs> okay. Bye, everybody. See something that's remarkably soft <laughs> yeah just when i started hitting record yeah that's good <laughs> zip <laughs> okay well we got it. <laughs> i'm glad we started with that get it all out in the open <laughs> it opened <laughs> <laughs> ah! <laughs>